stop dating men who don't like you and just start dating men who do like you please i know you guys think that the person you're crying over obsessing over checking their following their followers their likes on instagram social media snapchat i know you think that they like you because he's talking to you and you're basically just expect accepting the bare minimum but they don't like you if they're not putting in any effort any time beyond just texting every so often you deserve somebody who is courting you who is fine dining you who is making you feel like an empress like a queen even you know don't settle for anybody who makes you feel low who makes you feel insecure who only brings out the worst aspects of you or anybody who cheats on you who brags about it who likes hurting you who likes lying to you and who likes making you feel confused because this is power game for them you have a choice right like you're one decision away from changing your life would you rather be with somebody who neglects you who makes you feel like garbage all the time or would you rather open up so many endless opportunities and doorways for people to actually value you to cherish you to adore you to give you everything that you deserve and more you don't need to be around people who only want to bring out that aspect of you that you are trying to heal from be around people that love you that support you that want you to be happy that want you to succeed in life okay and i'll give you an example for reference so my first ever boyfriend i was 20 years old i'm 22 years old now but i'm going to talk about like the drastic change in my dating cuz after him i dated somebody else but i'll get into that my first boyfriend he was so romantic he was such a gentleman you know like he always made it clear that he's doing it because he wants me to be happy you know he gave me everything i wanted and more that's the reason why all my standards are the way they are now because this man he just opened up so many doors for me he made me love myself in a way that made me feel patient with myself gentle kind because i didn't know that a love that was healthy existed right because i grew up just around abuse and all of this but that's not for this conversation so in this relationship that i was in it was very healthy because it was patient it was nurturing it was two-sided there was effort and maybe there was more effort on his side that's okay because personally i think a relationship thrives more when the man is giving more effort than the woman i don't know why but i think it just functions better and in my case it did the less i did the more he wanted to and he was happy with it because like i said he wanted me to be happy And I think that was why I felt so healthy is because it wasn't like an obsessive relationship. He let me do my thing, he let me be in my feminine being, my flow, and I let him do what a masculine, a healthy masculine does best. They give, they're the doer, they provide. As long as they're giving, then 
you're in this receptive mode because you appreciate it. And they feel that appreciation. So back to what I was saying is he felt appreciated by me. And that's why he was always doing more and more and more. Because I was in my healthy feminine and he was also in his thriving, healing, masculine energy as well. So we balanced one another out. You could say that I was the yin to his yang if you want to be cliche with it. But that's what it was, right? Like it was a healthy dynamic between us. He would do, he would provide, he would give, and I would receive, I would create, I would thrive. And I would just be myself. And I think that's such a beautiful thing for you to experience if you're constantly in this survival energy with men and dating. Because you always want to present yourself in a certain way because you want to somehow prove your worth to somebody who didn't see it to begin with. And so you go through all of the, to all of these drastic measures, putting your self-worth in the highest degree because that's how you think that this person will see you otherwise, even though they'll never really see you for you. And honestly, like the more you just act out of this hurt, wounded energy, you're just going to attract more wounded people, like more of whatever you're trying to avoid. Like attracts like. And if you're constantly in this wounded energy, you're going to attract wounded people. So personally, my relationship that I was talking about, it was healthy because there was no need for any of that. Like I didn't have to prove myself. I didn't have to prove my self-worth. I didn't have to be somebody I'm not. Because once you're in a healthy relationship, you just get accepted as you are. You just thrive. You are exactly you and you're unapologetic with it, you're authentic, and the person senses that. Because once you're in this feminine, healthy energy, the masculine in this case, again, my example, they're going to feel honored. They're going to be like, okay, I'm doing a good job because she's not in this needy, desperate, hurt, wounded energy. And because he senses and sees that you're healthy and you're thriving and blossoming in his life, Like, while you're with him, I mean. He's going to do more of that to make you happy because he loves to see you like that. Some people say you deserve to be with somebody who makes you happy. Personally, I think that's what they're talking about. To be with somebody who only brings out the best of you and wants to see more of that. So that was my first relationship and it started off with a bang. You know, like, it was fabulous. It was was great. I was treated like a princess, a queen, an empress, (laughs) and I was shown a completely different life. And I think what's so crazy about this experience is because I was in this healthy relationship, and I've never been in any other relationship prior to that, I almost, you could say, started self-sabotaging in the end. Because, like I said, it was completely new to me. Like, I didn't even know what to do or think of it. You know, like, I came from a toxic family background. So negativity and hurt and abuse was all I've known. And in a way, it was bringing it into this relationship. So regardless of how healthy I was and how happy I was, unconsciously, I was still hooking myself into... The childhood pain and that's when I would try to do like all of these different 
games with him because I wanted him to be quote-unquote less boring or in other words less healthy because I thrived on negativity growing up and I really didn't like what I was doing but unfortunately it was a pattern that I couldn't escape from until I healed so in your if you're in the self-sabotaging energy right now and you're in this perfect relationship and you think that it's too good to be true but you just have your hooks back to your childhood kind of pain, then just be extra gentle with yourself is what I'm going to say because, again, from my experience, it was completely new. Like, I thought this person was going to leave, like, any second because it was just that good. And I really questioned his motives, right? Because in my head, I was like, okay, well, when's the other shoe going to drop? When is this all going to end and my fairy tale is going to be over? So as much as I really adored this relationship on the outside, internally I had so much work to do because, as I probably mentioned a hundred times now, it was completely new territory to me. I've never had a good person in my life like this romantically, and I doubted it. Subconsciously, I needed to stir the pot as much as I could because I needed some sort of confirmation for my childhood pain. I wasn't going to heal in this relationship until I confirmed what I subconsciously knew all along that this person is too good to be true and that they're just bound to leave me. But that was never the case. I just never had a strong foundation, you know, and I brought that into this relationship. And I don't want to say I regret doing that because everything is a learning game, but it is definitely something to be bittersweet about, considering that there are good people in this world. There are people that will value you. There are people that will respect you, that will be kind to you, and that will feel proud for you. And they just want you to succeed. So no matter how much garbage you're probably used to, allow for good things to happen to you. So back to my scenario, I didn't, I subconsciously didn't believe that I was deserving. And because I didn't feel like I was deserving for this relationship, this person, this love, you could say, I did everything I could to just dissolve it. Like I didn't want to, but subconsciously that's what I needed. I needed that confirmation. And I think that's why a lot of people say that they want a toxic relationship when really they just want a love that feels safe is because they're still stuck in their childhood wounds that they want to, in a way, have full control over in their current life. So their childhood, their pain is just following them until it actually heals from the root. So for example, if you are constantly left alone growing up as a child, you're going to seek people who will leave you because you need that confirmation that what you went through growing up is worth it. Like it has something, like that pain is worth something because it happened. You know, you want it to mean something. Otherwise, you could just ask yourself, well, that was pointless. Like, why did I have to go through that? Like, that was just painful for no reason. So that's why you constantly seek out these people that in a way reenact your childhood, your pain. 
my cat's playing with the box. That's what that crackling thing is. But back to what I was saying. You are seeking people that mirror your childhood. And when you realize this, like when you fully grasp that it's not really you that's doing the self-sabotaging, like it is you, but there's a bigger picture to it all. You can either see it for what it is and come to terms with it and in that way heal so that you don't hurt other people and you don't hurt yourself or you can continue being in denial and just inflicting pain everywhere so because I was in this relationship after I ended it I got into another relationship and this relationship was the catalyst for me healing all of those initial childhood wounds that I was talking about. Because in the second relationship that I was in, it gave me that confirmation that I needed, that I was seeking to begin with. So the first relationship was great, it was fabulous, it was sweet, it was gentle, kind. And now my second relationship was just chaos. It was torture. It was your typical toxic relationship that everyone always talks about and that was my reality like it was really painful and I didn't really know that it was a catalyst once I got into it but now that I'm out of it I can see the lessons I can learn from it and I think that's a really good quality for me to have is to be the self-aware because Now that I know that it was just something that I needed to experience and go through in order to heal that wounded aspect of myself, that is when the healing actually starts to feel relieving and profound and like it's actually getting somewhere. So again, the relationship started off really good and then the second relationship just went all downhill. And the reason it went downhill is because I needed it to go downhill. The universe, in a way, was saying, okay, you didn't feel safe in that first relationship, so now I'm going to make you feel even less safe so that when you're in a healthy relationship, you will never have to experience what you experienced before because you'll be healed, you'll be thriving, you'll be happier, and you'll feel safer. You won't have any of these childhood wounds anymore because you've hopefully grown out of those tendencies and that self-sabotaging behavior. In a way, I'm really grateful for my experiences of that light versus dark and the contrast between the two because they were both so different. One liked me for me, one respected me, one was patient with me, had boundaries, was just really healthy and I could see myself happy I can see myself thriving and blossoming like I mentioned as opposed to the second relationship I was in it was just I felt all of that darkness inside of me explode like this man brought out the worst parts of me and it was all of the parts of me that I was repressing in the first relationship so I'm really grateful for all of the pain I went through because All of those repressed feelings and memories that I had initially, they weren't being repressed anymore. He was literally forcing them all to come out of me with every betrayal. And as much as it sucked, as much as it was torture and painful, I am very grateful because 
if it wasn't for this man and all of his manipulation games, I would not be this aware. Like, I would not be making this podcast talking about date people who like you. Because that's literally my lesson. My lesson was to date men who like me. And not feel as if I don't deserve it. And by deserve it, I mean to not deserve feeling safe and to not deserve feeling loved. We all deserve to feel safe. We all deserve to feel loved. But some of us, we just need that extra push, which is what the second relationship was for me. That was my second push to really deserve and feel that I am also worthy of feeling appreciated and valued. If you take away anything from this episode is you are deserving of feeling loved. You are deserving of feeling safe. And I want you to have so, so much of it that it's overflowing your life. You don't deserve to feel hurt by people. You don't deserve to feel hurt by yourself. Practice being more gentle with yourself and affirming yourself that you are just as important as anybody else. You could even tell yourself that you are the most important person in the world because it's your world. You know, your reality is your perception. If you perceive reality to be incredible and safe, that's your reality. But if you want your reality or you think of your reality as something that's hurtful and painful and anything that's not really love-induced, that's also your reality. So I want you to create a reality for yourself that feels nurturing, that feels validated, and one that you don't have to keep running away from. One where you can just thrive, like I was in the beginning phase of my relationship. I was just in the flow, I was creating, I was happy. And if it takes some time to get there, Again, like me in that second relationship with that monster of a man. (laughs) Then that's okay too, because when you see life as this guide of lessons and teaching and just wanting to evolve and become the best version of yourself, that is when major shifts will start to happen and unfold in your life. Because you are looking at things from a different light. You're not looking at them anymore through this wounded energy. You have a bright canvas in front of you and you can paint it however you like with whatever tools you may like because the whole point of this canvas is you have all of the tools you need to start painting. You have the tools such as your lessons, your experiences, your feelings, your intuition, all of your memories. They won't start to feel like weapons anymore. You won't see them as something that you have to bring with you because you're hungry to self-sabotage like I did. You just see it as something that you want to grow from and experience more in a safe manner. I want to end this episode off with having you repeat to yourself or out loud a couple of affirmations because when I was in my healing phase after that second relationship, I was emotionally traumatized. And in the beginning of my healing journey, I would have never even said the word traumatized. Because in my head at the time, I associated trauma with something that was vicious and brutal, like car accident, abuse, 
physical abuse, sexual abuse. And I didn't feel like I could just say I'm traumatized. I felt guilty for saying it because who am I to say I'm traumatized when people have it worse than me? And a lot of my healing was around the fact that I felt guilty. I felt guilty because I feel like I didn't deserve love. I feel like I didn't deserve to feel safe. And now on top of that already, feeling not deserving enough. I had to add feeling guilty for validating my pain and admitting that, yes, I am traumatized. Just because it wasn't anything extreme doesn't mean that I can gaslight myself and not feel my emotions. Trauma can be anything that dysregulates and hurts your nervous system. And because of all of that up and down and all of these different emotions and confusion and then just coming back and just all of this pain and betrayal, it dysregulated my nervous system. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I was just constantly in this survival energy. I didn't know whether or not I felt safe to just relax and heal until I realized that this is fucking traumatic. Like, why am I constantly putting myself in this endless cycle? So let's say some affirmations to soothe our nervous system. Because if you went through anything like I went through, God knows we need it. <laughs> so if you want, you can repeat after me or you can say it to yourself. The first one is, I am safe. This one sounds simple enough, but it worked wonders for me. So just repeat as many times as you want. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I deserve love too. I deserve love too. I deserve love too. My life is mine. My life doesn't revolve around anybody else. My life is mine. My life doesn't revolve around anybody else. My life is mine. It doesn't revolve around anybody else. I fully love and accept myself. I fully love and accept myself. I fully love and accept myself. And that is all for this episode, my loves. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you guys in my next episode. Bye!